0: Welcome, everybody, to the Florida State League Radio Network. Having you guys on the show with us today, we are back for another week of playoff talk here about the ALCS and the National League Championship Series. We got a very special guest on the show. He is back for another day of playoff talk. We got Ryan Valdez. Ryan, it's good to have you back, man. It's a lot to unfold here in these last couple of games. Obviously, the Divisional Series is behind us. We saw who won the Dodgers, Braves, Rays, and Astros all won their respective series. So they are now in the championship series. Uh, What do you think so far? We already have uh, two games into the Astros-Rays series and the Braves-Dodgers series. What do you think about both of those series so far?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm actually excited about these series. That game last night with the Dodgers and Braves was really, really fun. Pitching matchup, old school postseason matchup there, and then the the Braves long ball got them in the ninth but uh that's more of an old school baseball game that I just think we haven't had lately uh you know in this uh this this 60 game season of baseball and then the Rays man they just are just timely and they just they connect when they need to and uh their pitching is just dominant I saw a stat yesterday with Charlie Morin Uh, four consecutive games with one earned run or fewer, which is incredible in the postseason. And then also they haven't given up more than two earned runs uh, in three straight games, uh, which is just something that it's it's hard to beat in October
0: baseball. Yeah, definitely. The Rays, uh, they look good, man. They're pitching. I mean, Charlie Morin had a great game. And don't get me wrong, also, we'll talk also about the Astros and, and Lance McCullers had a very impressive game as well. Um, Charlie Morton's line yesterday, 5 innings of work, no earned runs, 5 Ks, one ball. Lance McCullers as well, a fantastic game, 7 innings of work, one earned run, 11 Ks, no walks. Uh, a very impressive game for both pitchers yesterday. It was a pitchers duel up to, you know, up, up to about the 7th inning when McCullers came out and then it kind of it was an interesting game the rest of the game. Obviously Nick Anderson came in in the ninth inning and I think the Astros gave the Rays a little bit of a scare. Bases are loaded, but the Rays found a way to pull it out, and... I tell you what, man, that defense yesterday for the Rays against the Astros, they let nothing by them. They were incredible yesterday. They they made some impressive plays. G-Man Choi made a nice play that first hit to kind of stretch out there. They actually reviewed it for a second, but what a play G-Man Choi made over there at first base. I mean, this team looks good defensively. Offensively, they look good as well in the first inning, able to score three runs in the first, and they never looked back throughout that game. I mean, I tell you what, man. The Rays—they're a gritty team, man. They find ways to win.
1: Yeah, if you were to, you know, encapsulate Rays baseball, that was it. Last night's game—they uh, take advantage of your mistakes with the long ball with Margot in, in that first inning, and then they pitch and they're going to play. They're going to outdo you guys, and that's just that literally is a, what the Rays try to do every single season. Just because they uh, their their salary is. Is not as stretched as many other teams, so um, yeah, that was that was raised baseball to a T last night. You, you get your starter, you know, go as long as he can and, and, and dominate, and then dominate defense out there, and then uh, just the tiny hitting, especially uh, Zanino's late home run uh, late in the game. I think that kind of put it away. Even though they had kind of got some momentum in the uh, top of the ninth there, I don't think that game was. Uh, and close by any stretch, uh, I just felt like that game was 4-1, to but it felt like it was 9-1 to at, at, at that
0: point. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I think that Zunino home run definitely put it away, especially how Lance McCullers did throughout that game. He looked really good throughout the entirety of that game. But then once that Zunino home run hit, it was kind of like, okay, this is probably going to be the Rays winning this ball game. Obviously, as you said, the ninth inning was a very close ending. Go rewatch that if you're a listener here on the show. It, it was definitely a very, uh, it, for me, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, oh no, hopefully the Rays are going to be able to pull this out here because it was looking, uh, bases were loaded. It was two out still, so I was kind of a little nervous, but I knew at the end of it, I knew they were probably going to pull it out. Nick Anderson was one of the best, you know, relievers, one of the best closers in the game right now and really looked good. As we go into Game 3 tonight, and Ryan, I gotta ask, man, how crucial is this game? Because if the Rays win, they have a 3-0 lead against the Astros, and I'm, uh, I'm gonna say this right now, I feel like you're gonna have to, you, you might as well just put the series away at that point, but if the Astros win, I mean, the Astros might still have some life left in them and might still be able to come back in this series.
1: Yeah, I would actually be afraid if on the Rays if they win this game. I think you have to put put you know kind of put your foot on their throat and finish it right here. Uh, take the wind out of any sails that they have up. Currently, I think you need to come out here uh, tonight and just you got to you got to go for it. I think this game uh, you're going to see a lot more relievers come out of the pen because I, I think they understand the importance of this one. Um, but uh, I just want to talk about my buddy Lance for a bit, give him a shout out because. His performance yesterday, I just think because of the score uh, and the two home runs, doesn't doesn't really get credit for what he did. But he, man, he was... He was my my Lance that I used to see back in the day when we were yeah. <laughs> ten years old, twelve years old, sixteen years old tearing it up here in Tampa Bay baseball. So uh, it was fun to see him pitch like that again.
0: Yeah, definitely. He had a great game, and even though they lost, he definitely that that was a winning performance for Lance McCullers. Definitely a very impressive job for him yesterday. We'll kind of talk about today's game. Ryan Yarbrough and Jose Urquede will be on the mound for the Rays Astros. Who do you think has the advantage pitching wise in this matchup? Yarborough, he's got his he has really good games in his career and such. We'll see how he can do tonight. Who do you think's got the pitching advantage in tonight's game?
1: I think it is the Rays. I, I love Yarborough. Um he attacks the strike zone. It's just for him that if he does walk some guys it's you got to keep the Astros in the park, which I think they've done a great job of doing um, so far in the first two games, which leads to the wins. Um, but I-, I love Yarbrough. I love watching him pitch just because he's not, you know, your typical flamethrower. He has to—he's that crafty lefty. He has to uh, pitch with more than one strike, uh, more than one pitch in the strike zone, uh, which includes that slider that he has that's really, really good, and that changeup that he can spot down in the zone. So, uh, I really like Yarbrough. It's just, like I said, if he does walk some guys, it's keeping the, keeping those Astros in the, in the park.
0: Yeah, definitely, for sure. That's going to be the big thing because the Astros do have those bats. And just looking at some of the, the the Astros and Rays their last five games, the Rays are 4-1 in their last five games here in the postseason. Beating the Astros the last two, and then the Yankees—they beat them two out of the three games that they played. Their last three games in the series, so uh, the Rays definitely on a little bit of a, a momentum. They're on a three-game winning streak, while the Astros—they're, you know, they're they're three—they've lost three out of their last five games in in the in the playoffs this year. So definitely the Astros on a little bit of a losing streak. We'll see how tonight's game will turn out. Should be a fun one again here in San Diego. We'll go now into the Braves and Dodgers series. Um, Yesterday, they began their series last night in Globe Life Field. And not only that, we had fans in attendance last night, Ryan. What a awesome sight to see fans for the first time in that new ballpark. I mean, that must have been, su- that's such a cool thing, you know, to have fans back in attendance. It's cool probably for the players to have, you know, a live crowd and not to see, oh, a cardboard cutout or, you know, virtual fans on a scoreboard. I mean, they probably have gotten used to it at this point, but it's probably cool for them to be able to have fans, you know, fans catching the baseballs out in the outfield and such, or, you know, getting to interact with the players from, you know, the seats and all that. It, mu- it must be a cool feeling for the players to just have the fans in attendance and kind of have the interaction in a sense. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's something I miss uh, interacting with the fans. Um, and how is how beautiful was that park last night, man? That, they did a great job down yep. there.
0: Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. I I really I love it. I was supposed to go to a game this year, actually. I was supposed to go on a vacation up to, over to Texas and go to that stadium for a game this year. I was super excited to go, and then obviously with COVID, everything kind of got changed. But yeah, it is a gorgeous ballpark. Uh, I, it stinks that the Rangers aren't able to host like a, a series there and stuff because obviously that would have been great for the the fans there in Texas. But you know, obviously, with everything going on, it's still cool to see the ballpark. And it's probably good for, you know, TV, the fans, to be able to get to see this new ballpark and be able to get to see how it looks and all that. I think it's cool that they they picked this stadium as the NLCS and the World Series because it's new into the MLB and not a lot of people are able to see it unless you're a Texas Rangers fan or a fan of another team, maybe, that played the Rangers this year. Um, It's gorgeous, man. I cannot wait. reminds me a lot of um the Astros' ballpark, actually, kind of with their you know the, the the way the outfield is and left field and then the scoreboard kind of up on up high and such it's a very nice ballpark and I cannot wait to hopefully get to go there someday
1: yeah when I first saw it on tv I'm like well I think they're they're not they're not Houston are they and then <laughs> you start seeing all the uh all the signs around and like man that they did a really really good job so yeah. I'm actually happy for them and uh, I'm excited. They, like, like you said, they're able to get it on TV, and uh, especially with the NLCS and the World Series coming down there.
0: Yeah, definitely for sure. Really cool, and. Uh, I I saw some people that I I, I follow on Instagram, a guy who I've actually interviewed, everyone knows, Zach Hampel. he was at the game yesterday, the the, the famous ball hawker, he was at the game yesterday catching baseball, so, uh, but yeah, it was awesome, it was really cool, I was super excited to get to see the new ballpark. Now let's get into the game, obviously, you mentioned, man, that Braves and Dodgers game, what a fun game that was last night. In the first inning, the Atlanta Braves took a 1-0 lead, and then the Dodgers will come back in the fifth inning. They would take a 1-0 lead, or 1-1 tie. It would be tied at that point. Sorry about that. 1-1 would be the tie score at that point. Up to the ninth inning, Where the Braves would go off and score four runs in that inning. Austin Riley hit a home run in that inning, and I believe Ozuna, oh no, Ozzy Albie's, excuse me, also hit a home run as well in the ninth inning to give the Braves a four nothing lead or a five one lead heading into the bottom of the ninth inning and the Braves were able to end the game and beat the LA Dodgers I mean that's a huge momentum win for the Braves heading into the series because the Dodgers I mean they're the team that beat this year in the National League and for the Braves to be able to come back be able to win the game and win it by four runs I mean that's a pretty impressive job for the Braves and definitely gives them momentum at least for the next couple of games in this series oh for sure and um to
1: have that, uh, that guy I talked about last episode, Ian Anderson on the bump, I think that's a scary kind of sight for the Dodgers, the way he's been throwing the baseball. Um, it's 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 a tough situation that I'm looking at on the Dodgers because, like I said, you don't know what Kershaw's going to show up in these playoffs, and uh, the way Freddie Freeman is swinging the stick, man. He is, he is on a tear this year, so I'm happy to see him kind of swinging it Again, um, Ozuna's, a, Ozuna's at-bats, I think, were the difference in this game. Um, just because the, how many pitches he sees um, in his at-bats allows the guys to really get a, a look of uh, what he does uh, and what the pitchers have that day. And so I think Ozuna's actually been kind of the key difference for them uh, this year. He's, he's brought a uh, power to that lineup, but he's also brought kind of a – uh, a substance to it so where you can you get the, a good look at the pitchers, and the Braves are definitely taking advantage
0: of that. Yeah, I mean, Ozuna had a pretty good game last night, and as you said, definitely the key factor for that roster, and it's crazy how he's kind of changed from playing with the Cardinals really it feels like he didn't do a lot with the Cardinals team. Now he's with the Braves, and he's really producing, again, kind of how he was when he was with the Miami Marlins. He had two hits last night and five A-Bs. He also drove in a run and had one RBI. So definitely had a very good game yesterday. I mean, it was a great game. I tell you what, the Braves being able to come back in the ninth. I mean, just such a impressive job by the Braves, able to get the job done at the end of the day. On the mound yesterday was Walker Buehler for the the. L.A. Dodgers, he had five innings of work, three hits, one run allowed, one earned run, five walks, seven Ks, and one home run. I tell you what, I feel like those walks definitely came back to bite him in the end because, you know, you can't allow that many walks. Five walks, that's a lot in a game, man. and and Walker Buehler, I don't know, he just didn't look, he wasn't on point, it felt like, last night. Uh, Max Freed yesterday, six innings of work, four hits allowed, one run, one earned run, two walks and nine Ks. He did allow a home run as well. Both pitchers almost went to 100. Walker Buehler hit 100 pitch count, and then Max Freed went 96 pitches with 64 of them being a strike. We saw three relievers come in for the Braves, and we saw we five relievers come in for the Dodgers. We'll see how that may affect both teams heading into game number two, depending on how many relievers they want to bring out into the game. But uh, we're going to have a very good pitching matchup tonight, Ryan. Ian Anderson on the mound against Clayton Kershaw. This is like a dream pitching matchup. Ryan, you're a pitcher. You you probably love this matchup here in the pitching world. Yeah, I
1: loved the matchup last night as well. Yep. Um, but uh, just going into today, yeah, you, Kershaw is always fun to watch. He is an absolute competitor. He's going to outcompete every hitter. Um, even if his stuff isn't what it used to be, he's still going to out-compete the guys in the box. And that's that's kind of how I always was, too, As I'm going to out-compete the guy in front of me. So I love watching Kershaw pitch. And, uh, Ian Anderson, I heard a quote last night on ESPN radio while I was driving home, and they said that he looks like a kid in the playoffs who's pitching at Williamsport and dominating and having fun and smiling. And it's something that I I think the game of baseball hasn't seen in a little while, that kind of giddiness and fun. So, yeah, like you said, it's going to be a really good, fun matchup tonight with those two pitchers. Um, Just to go to last night, Walker Mueller. Those five walks and having to throw five relievers, I think, is the key to the series. Because you had to bring out five guys and – Uh, it didn't didn't allow Walker Buehler to get really deep into the game. So uh, I think that's something to look forward to uh, moving forward because how deep is that bullpen for the Dodgers? I'm not very comfortable with their bullpen. So uh, just to have five guys kind of roll out last night, I think it's going to make them tough for the rest of the series.
0: Yeah, and one thing I want to say too in the Braves last 5 games, they have won every game. They are 5 and 0 in their last game. They've actually I think they've they're undefeated throughout the postseason right now. I mean, that's pretty incredible. The Dodgers were also I believe undefeated as well, but I mean, that's a pretty impressive stat. And also the Braves, they've only allowed 6 runs in their last 5 games. They allowed the one run against the Dodgers and 5 runs against the Marlins one game and 3 out of those 5 games they allowed no runs in those games one against Cincinnati they allowed no runs and two in the two games against Miami where they swept them the last two games in that series they allowed no runs as well so I mean the the Braves are going to be an interesting team to watch a very scary team and uh, if if the Braves win tonight I mean I feel like the Braves might have a shot of winning this entire series I have a really really good feeling about the Braves I don't know what what's about it but they look really good last night. I'm excited to see where they can go here tonight. I really do believe, though, whoever whoever pitcher has a better kind of start to their game I think will probably end up winning this game tonight. Yeah, I, I
1: think the Braves uh, pull this one out. Um, I, I, I tell this to uh, my boys all the time because they're young. They don't get the moment sometimes, and I think you do later on, but at the time you just, you're just in the moment of playing the game and having fun. I think that kind of, goes more towards the younger guys it's like you, you can't penalize someone for what they don't understand that they're doing right now and they're they're playing a level of baseball that hasn't really been seen in the postseason for a long time so um i i really do like the Braves in this one just because you have to hope kershaw goes at least seven innings because that bullpen is a little depleted today
0: yeah definitely it's gonna be interesting to see how tonight the dodgers are going to kind of work with their pitching and such due to the fact that they had five relievers on the mound last night so it's gonna be interesting to see how that kind of kind of shapes up for this game but uh it's gonna be a fun one man and we'll, we'll kind of make some predictions for the kind of remainder of each series we'll begin with tampa bay houston obviously in the last episode you, you did say you said go raise and you talked about the raise you really like the raise this year who you got in that tampa bay houston series at the the remainder of it obviously we we could see is still a seven game series but right now where the rays are heading it looks like they might actually you know sweep the astros here 4-0 but we'll we'll see how the remainder of the series will be but who do you have in the remainder of that series between tampa bay and houston
1: yeah i'm not gonna get my broom quite out yet but i am gonna take the rays i called the uh, tampa bay trifecta here with the lightning rays and hopefully my bucks so i got to stick with the Rays in that series. I think their pitching is just so good right now. Their bullpen is incredible. I know Nick Anderson had a little bit of a, a rough outing, but he still did his job. So uh, i got to stick with the Rays and uh, Rays baseball plays in the postseason. So uh, I'm taking the Rays over the Astros, and I'm actually going to take that in five
0: games. I'm going to go Rays and Astros as well, and I'm actually going to do the same thing. I'm going to say five games. I think the Rays win tonight. I think the Astros might win tomorrow the tomorrow's game due to the fact of just kind of you know trying to stay alive and such but I do think the Rays will win in five games and go to the World Series and just think of how crazy this town will be because obviously if anybody doesn't know I am from the Tampa area think of how crazy this town will be when they make it to the World Series it is going to be a party in Tampa Bay I cannot wait to see it but uh yeah I do have the Rays in five games as well we'll go now to the Dodgers and the Braves series how do you like this rest of the series' shape-up? Obviously, only one game, and there's still a lot of the series left. But this game is kind of a crucial game, even though it's only game number two.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to stick with my uh, uh, initial thing here. I'm going with the Braves. Uh, I love the way they're playing. I love the two starting pitches at the top with Freed and, and Anderson. I just really, really feel comfortable with the way they're swinging the stick. Uh, especially throughout the whole postseason, they faced some really, really good pitching uh, from the Marlins. So they they've seen the best of pitching. Um, I, I gotta go with the Braves here. I just like what they're doing, and especially after Game One, like I said, having to use five guys out of the pen. Uh, being a bullpen pitcher myself, it does take a toll on you, uh, especially having to go out uh, multiple days in a row. And and the way the the postseason's kind of set up this year. Uh, there's not many breaks at all. Yep. I mean, they they played five straight games. They're going to play, I think, four straight games and maybe get a day off. I'm not sure how that sets up, but I think that's really tough for relievers, especially after you have to
0: throw five in one game. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be it's gonna be definitely interesting to see. I I like the Braves in this too. Um, I think they're going to go seven games in this series. I really do. I think they they get seven games in the series and I believe that the Braves end up winning the series. I think they come out and they're kind of, again, as you said, they're kind of like the Rays. It feels like, um, they're very, they have kind of that, you know, never say die attitude. And, and I just, I feel, I have a feeling they're probably going to end up winning this series in seven. So I'm going to take the Tampa or the Atlanta Braves, excuse me, on winning the series which for both of us that means we would make a Braves Rays World Series man. What what do you think about that if that were to actually happen this year?
1: Yeah, I think it would be really really fun. Uh, I talked about it last episode with the the series they played throughout and, and throughout the season was so fun to watch. Uh, and and Tampa, it, one of the games was a pitcher's duel, um, and the Rays squeaked it out. And in the, the ninth, I believe they had a walk off, and then. And Atlanta, um, lots of scoring in Atlanta during those those two games. So uh, it's going to be a really fun World Series if that is the case. And it, it it's going to be a good matchup, especially with the, the two top starters for the Braves, the three top starters for the Rays, and the two bullpens are really, really good.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a fun World Series. I cannot wait for it uh, to see kinda of how the World Series would go and I'm I'm really excited. It'd be a great great for the this kind of area of Florida and Georgia would be a nice rivalry and such because obviously You know, you see the Florida Georgia football game and such, so it'll be a nice rivalry and such to to watch, and I'm I would be very excited if that were to happen. And even if the Dodgers end up winning too, it'd be a great series if the Dodgers Rays play, or if the Astros do somehow make it to the World Series. I mean, that'll be a great rematch between the Dodgers and the Astros, even the Dodgers or Astros and Braves. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I do have a question, though. Obviously, we said our Braves and Rays, we believe, will be the World Series matchup for both of us. Who do you think would end up winning the World Series MVP at that point?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the Rays side. I'm going to go with go with my guy, Randy Orozarena. Um I picked him to kind of show out and basically take his career to the steps that he has never been before, and he's actually showing it. He is hitting at an incredible rate right now. Um, hitting the ball the opposite field with a, a solid approach and then able to take the ball out to right field, right center and center field and then still get his home runs to the poolside. So uh, I really like Rose Arena, um, the way he's swinging it and just, just playing the game right now. He's playing it free. So I'll go with the Rose Arena to be my World Series MVP.
0: I like that. That's actually, I like that pick, actually. And as you said, a Rosa Rainey's he's really good. He's came up clutch in this playoff in the postseason here so far. I'm going to go with, and this is going to be an interesting pick, but I'm going to go with Nick Anderson with my pick. I think he, he's going to be a difference maker. I think having a really good closer, I think, is going to be a big difference maker. And I think he becomes the MVP. I think he has a really good postseason. I think he's going to be the World Series MVP. He's going to make some big plays and, uh, or make some, Make some big outs and strikeouts in the postseason, and he's been clutch throughout the uh, season as well. So I think uh, Nick Anderson finds a way in order to uh, win the MVP in the World Series.
1: Yeah, can we give the MVP vote to a whole bullpen?
0: That, <laughs> yeah, <think>? right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can p- yeah. Can we give it to the entire? Yeah, can we give it to the entire pitching rotation? That would be that would be a good idea too. The pitching, I yeah, tell you what, man. Pitching staff
1: MVP. Here you yeah. go, because like they have been. It's just it's, they've been incredible. They, It's I said, credit to the Rays and building that that staff and bullpen, Um, especially like I talked about before with the salary, with the way they do their salaries um, here in Tampa Bay. So, um, like Diego Castillo has been incredible. Peter Fairbanks, he had that one hiccup uh, in, in that first Yankees game where he kind of got a little wild. But Other than that, he has been electric. Yep. Um, and Kevin Cash is right; he has a whole stable of, of guys in the pen that can throw ninety-eight plus because he really does.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be Kevin Cash has done such a great job, and even Joe Madden was on TBS yesterday talking about the Rays and how good of a job Kevin Cash has done, and he really has built this team. You know, I mean, and a lot of these guys come from their organization. A lot of these guys are are guys who are home grown players who are coming from maybe not drafted by the team, but they are at least getting built through their organization. So it's great to see, how, how good they've done, and obviously we saw with the, obviously I know you're, you you played for the Pirates, but we obviously saw the Meadows and, and Glasnow trade, and when I saw that trade, I knew that the Rays were getting two really good players, and Archer has kind of digressed the last couple of years, so the Rays really came out of that trade with a really, really, did a really good job in that trade, getting two really good young prospects and obviously now they're they're both having great you know they're both great players for the the team so uh just looking here real quick I thought uh, I look at the the kind of line here for the game the Astros are actually favored in this game at one and a half I, that's a little bit interesting here obviously the Rays have looked really good so far throughout the postseason but the Astros are favored at one and a half for tonight's game and the over-under is at eight and a half and then going for the Braves and Dodgers and this is for anybody who wants all my listeners out there who are wanting to bet on this game at all those that's the over-under and all that good jazz so if you do decide to bet on it you know you put, you put your money down wherever you feel like it But uh, we'll go now to the Dodgers and uh, the Braves over/under. The Braves are actually at one and a half. uh, They're the favorites currently in the in this game, and then the over/under is at eight. So those are the kind of the lines there for Major League Baseball. Which I had no idea Major League Baseball did lines, but you know what? You know you learn something new every day. (laughs)
1: Yeah, if I'm a uh, betting man, I'd probably take the under, uh, the way both pitching staffs
0: yeah.
1: for both teams and all four of those teams have been pitching, so it's um, it's it's fun to kind of look at that
0: stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting, it
1: though, to see the Astros favored by one and a half runs. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's um, interesting.
1: The way they've been swinging it the last three games uh, hasn't really been the greatest, so... It's it's funny to see eight-and-a-half runs up there, too. Uh, that's that's kind of a big number that jumps out to me, especially the way Houston's been pitching it themselves. So um, that's a good one. And then to see the Braves favored with Kershaw on the bump really says something to me about what Vegas thinks about um Kershaw pitching in the playoffs. I I I keep going back to it. It's a curse, but I, I when he has that one big game yeah. in the in the in the postseason, I think this should this should be it. If he
0: if he's really gonna step up for his guys, I think uh tonight's the night he needs to do it. Yeah, definitely. It's uh and I'm also surprised too that the over under's at eight for an Ian Anderson Clayton Kershaw matchup. I thought that was a little bit surprising. Um but, you know, I guess Vegas, Vegas has their own has their has their way of doing things, so I guess that's where they have it. But um yeah, it's gonna be a great matchup tonight. I cannot wait. Ian Anderson and Clayton Kershaw is gonna be a fun, fun series. That game is actually at 6.05, so they got the early slot time tonight, uh, which really isn't too early, but um it's still an early game. And then the Rays and Astros are gonna be at 8.40 tonight, so a very late game for the Rays and the Strohs as those two will be facing off against each other. It's going to be a fun series, but uh, that that's pretty much it, Ryan. I appreciate you jumping on, but before we we let you go here today, there is one thing I would like to mention and uh, kind of you know reflect on. Obviously, Sunday night, if everyone in, in the baseball world knows, Reds legend Joe Morgan unfortunately passed away at the age of 77. Very sad news coming out of that uh, from the Reds organization and, and Joe Morgan passing away. What a great player he was back in his day obviously a part of that big red machine with Pete Rose and and Dave Concepción and what a what a great group of guys he had and obviously a world series champion as well just a, a terrible loss for the game of baseball and what a terrible year it's been for baseball obviously we lost so many great hall of famers and then we also lost Chadwick Boseman who played Jackie Robinson in the 42 me, 42 movie it's been just a terrible year for the game of baseball when it comes to you know losing players and and pa- them passing away
1: yeah, it's, it's it's tough. 2020 has been a, a crazy year. Um, the Reds actually used to do spring training in Tampa at Al Lang, so I, I my dad was telling me stories kind of about those guys. Uh, my grandmother and grandfather have have stories about uh, you know the Reds spring training uh, at uh, 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 Al Lopez, sorry, uh, park here in Tampa. So um, yeah, it, it's just tough. 2020 has been a year to kind of almost remember but also forget mm-hmm. and just prayers out to his family and um I I just hope that you know there's a healing hand and uh just just talking about those Hall of Famers that did pass away, you know, um they say heroes get remembered but legends never die. So <laughs> yes, yes. um like I said, healing hearts on on those families and uh, prayers out to those guys. And uh, thanks for having me again. Go Rays!
0: Yeah, man, it was great talking to you, and it's always a, a pleasure, man. I can't wait. And we, we got play a baseball. It's a fun time right now to be a sports fan and to be a baseball fan. It's great. So Ryan, I appreciate you jumping on as always, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again real soon. Yes, sir. All right. righty, everybody. That's pretty much it for this episode. Again, thank you to Ryan Valdez for coming on the show. He is. Awesome, man. I love Ryan. He's a great guy. So, Ryan, appreciate you being on the show as always. Again, talking some playoff baseball as we get into the last couple of weeks of the season, man. It is crazy. We got a lot to unpack here in the next couple of weeks. And hopefully we can get Ryan on next week as well to talk maybe the World Series. I think the World Series starts next week, or it starts soon at least. I know that. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be great. I cannot wait. Um, it's going to be a fun next couple of weeks, and I cannot wait. I'll be... Listening to tonight's game on the radio, so that will be that, so I will be listening to tonight's game, definitely watching it and such um, when I get home, but I cannot wait, it's going to be good, Rays and Stros are on 840 on TBS, and on Fox Sports 1, we got the, what is it, we got the, the, jeez, what is it, the Braves and Dodgers, I don't know why I couldn't get that out, um, they play on Fox Sports 1, so obviously, you know, not a, a main channel, um. But yeah, they'll be on Fox Sports 1, and then TBS will host the Astros and the Rays. I will definitely be listening to that at least, so... Uh, that's pretty much it, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much again to Ryan Valdez for jumping on the show with us, former Tim Marauders pitcher, former Pirates organization pitcher. Obviously, he's now retired now. in He's currently retired. He does coaching now, so uh, good luck to him and his coaching, obviously, with the coaches like kids and everything. So, But, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Thanks again for Ryan jumping on, and thanks to our sponsors as always. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you guys next week for next week's episode.